right, we're back at it and better than ever. It's definitely the best podcast in the 815. Thank you for tuning in to Beyond the Cube podcast. You've got Bob here introducing you back into, uh, you know, another episode along with my guy Vincent. Vince, what's happening, man? How's it going? Nothing much. I'm, I'm still having trouble getting over these stories a bit. <laughs> yes. Definitely a few interesting ones. Oh, man. Yeah, I can't wait. Can't wait to dump, jump into that. Man, so, uh, you know, you know personally how today went. I just, I just got to say that, you guys, I had an amazing day today. It's, it's so cool when, like, literally it seems like everything goes your way. And, like, when you get bad news, like, it, it doesn't even phase you at all. <laughs> like, yeah, those like, are definitely seriously. the best kind of times. Man. So, so uh, me and Vince, you know, I know I told you guys in the first episode, I just feel like I need to reinforce the fact, you know, we work together. So, you know, spending the majority of the day together, um, he's, <laughs> he sees everything that's going on and stuff. We, uh, um, I got some great news on, on, on a project that uh, we've been working hard on. Um, so, <laughs> sorry, juvenile thing. Um, but I had, no, had a... There's been a, a lot of great things. <laughs> yeah. And um, got some great news. Uh, you know, first episode published and was on the site today. That That's, you know, that's an accomplishment. And, you know, uh, got our first follower as well, too, just even on the Podbean uh, streaming service. Dude, you know? Yep, we got the uh, submissions for uh, Google uh, Play and iTunes right now. And Man. just working towards that Spotify. Can't you know my favorite Spotify? Love love podcasts and everything on Spotify. Uh, so convenient, just with all my playlists and stuff too. It's awesome. Um, but you know, and still, even with all this great news, man, this this affects you too, Vince. Um, got some amazing news that uh, a, a former employee is returning back to uh, to to the department. Oh yeah, and and like his attitude and his like personality is just one of the most unique and just so fun and it's going to be amazing again man i you know things uh thing you know the, the job that that me and Vince do i mean it's it's um it's it's one of those things where you know it's i, I don't know the the right way kind of how to to deem this and and then say this but work is always there and it's always constant and it's it's never ending which is great um sometimes you almost feel like you're never going to get out of it and get out of the hole <laughs> but um you know uh things have been have been very heavy at work which you know is is a blessing and and it's good um but sometimes man you know it's just like gosh when is this gonna end? <laughs> That's when uh, guys like Vince. It's 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 great to have coworkers like like that around because you know it's it's that. That's the thing. It's like you know typically you know the work relationship. I feel like you know me and you got Vince. You know typically I feel like I'm like the cloud, <laughs> like the dark cloud that that's usually raining. You know, um, every now and then it, it might be partly sunny. Maybe sometimes. <laughs> See, I don't even. I don't even feel that way. Like, I don't know, man. Everybody is, everybody is just so kind of like bright, you know. And one of the things that really drives me is just how driven everyone else is too. Like, I do have those days where it's like I am down, but like hearing about like what you got going on, hearing even about like uh, what the other coworkers are going on have going on, like uh, even hearing the just those little accomplishments. Of it's like, oh, I know how to add this code here. Like that stuff really just lifts me up. It's it's a very cool part of our job. You know, the problem solving aspect of it is is just it's awesome and it's it's so enjoyable. Um and to be able to um to solve an issue that, that somebody else might not be able to do, uh to be able to to um to just be able, you know, to, to have something work and and just building it by yourself or building it and like trying to figure something out and you need somebody else's help to bring you in and, and have another set of eyes there just assisting, you know, uh, with whatever it is that you might be working on. Um, man, yeah, it's, it's awesome stuff. And 
the guy that that's coming back, you know, um, I just think about, you know, just how 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 much fun, you know, not not that say that it wasn't fun before to begin with, but like just the attitude, the morale. Like, I mean, it literally was like when I got the news today that this guy, you know, that we were getting another employee coming back into the fold, and you know, not only was it just somebody who could come in and assist and jump in right away, but you know, that already knows the system, and it's just like you know, he's you're gonna plug this guy in, and man, you know, that is so huge. I'm 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 just over the moon, man. Still, I mean, I I seriously think I was I was cracking up laughing probably for almost two hours. Seriously. No, it's no, it's me. Well, and what's cool too is now we can even say like, kind of cover the spectrum of all kinds of creativity, like even out of work. Like Correct. we have the artists, we have the writers, and uh, he was the musician, and he was gone for a little bit. Now he's back, <laughs> so he's actually the one who uh, composed the uh, intro and outro for us as well as a few others that I'm sure we're going to be using sometime here in the future. Absolutely correct. Full circle, man, dude. It's it's just, I tell you, it's it's wild. Today was such a good day. Like I said on Facebook, I, I didn't even have to use my AK today, dude. Didn't have to break it out. I know, right, man? Just pull out those yeah. triple doubles out of nowhere. And... <laughs> even, even in 20-degree uh, weather, you know, the cold True. doesn't phase the triple doubles whatsoever at all. <laughs> it's not. It's not even a game. Man, that one assist that you got, bro. I can't <laughs> even. Ah, <laughs> uh, dude. So what else so is going on? Talk, I have no idea what a triple double is. <laughs> <laughs> See, you you say that, but I feel like part of me, like you know, dude. I know you know. <laughs> I was like, I was like, you know, this uh, LeBron guy. He might get one of those today. I'm totally gonna take that uh, little, you know, side bet there. We're going for it. <laughs> oh, dude. So, um, I just, you know, kind of keeping everybody up to date. Um, just kind of want to talk about my wife for a second. <sighs> She's pretty cool and amazing. She uh, has a big crush on Jason Momoa, just like a lot of people do. A lot of, you know. She's got a major crush on Jason Momoa, uh, so much so that um, her Secret Santa this year, pretty much everything that she got had Jason Momoa's face on it. Um, <laughs> a personalized mouse pad that's got his face and says, I love you, Leah, which she says that she doesn't use because it has Jason Momoa's face on it. She doesn't want to ruin it. Aquaman stuff, you know, T-shirts, pictures on a daily basis it's i you know i think she probably usually has about like three to five jason momoa posts on her facebook just from other people you know not to mention the ones that she'll go out and find herself as well too but the reason why i bring her up is because vince she's discovered pop figures yep it is an addiction that's for sure she is losing it over pop figures I think the thing that she's really kind of sort of also found out too with the pop figures is that not only can she have the collections, you know, like, but she can have collections inside the collections. So yep. she, she knows that there's an Aquaman, Jason Momoa pop figure. She also knows that there's a Cole Drago Game of Thrones pop figure as well too. So she's losing it right now. Man, and if he comes around to C2E2, yeah, uh, uh, and you have both of those. You can definitely sign up to get those both autographed. And, and you know, it's going to be one of those things, too, where I don't know if you've seen any of the pictures or not, but, like, when he's there at those Comic-Con things, like, typically it's usually, like, the females that are all, you know, giddy and, and smiling and getting loved upon, and then, like, the boyfriend's, like, either, like, getting kicked or, like, getting pushed out of the way in the picture. So <laughs> when that picture happens, I promise I'll post it somewhere somehow on, on the site we'll figure it out but that's uh you know when when is that i, I thought i seen you share it or uh post it or something that that you were attending um and yeah was, i think it's in march i believe nice okay like uh okay. it's either gonna be in yeah march or april i believe because i know there's another one which in the 
Quad Cities, I believe it is. It's like another mm-hmm. smaller comic convention. And that actually happens the month before uh, like C2E2 happens up in Chicago. Dang. So so what, what we're saying, what I'm hearing then too, is that there could possibly be multiple opportunities for this to happen. We'll see. Well, I, I don't know. Have they even released who's going to be going? Um, to I the haven't convention? seen it. Like a finalized right. list on it. I know yeah. that the, the Quad City one is a much smaller one. Like, I would be shocked if he showed up to that. But, um, like, it's totally possible. Like, especially if they're going to be in the area anyway. Like, be like, just hit this up and then just chill out for <laughs> like a month in Chicago or like two weeks in Chicago. And it's like, all well, right, that- and then I'm here. I was going to say, it also usually doesn't it usually depend on what's also coming out as well to you, just in case of, you know, people need to promote something or whatever as well, I would think. So, yeah, I so Aquaman, anything. Yeah, yeah probably be out there then. I would, I would assume that he's going to be out there just because of the Aquaman and the DC Universe stuff. Oh, man. Might happen. Could be a thing. So, so you're saying there's a chance. There is a chance. <laughs> Oh boy. So let's, uh, you know, I got something I want to talk about. You know, we we talked about bad TV last week. Um, you know, I, I kind of told you which, which, you know, you heard the conversation today, which I felt like was hilarious. You know, as soon as I seen Trisha, the first thing I had to do was what talk about project going away. I, 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 I kind of thought that it was about that time for it to start. Something's going on, though. I, I don't know, like, I don't know, because it, it, she brought up a really good point. So I was looking on Hulu today, and I was under the assumption that it was under the Lifetime channel, you know? Mm-hmm. Couldn't find it. Couldn't find it there, man. So I don't know. It could possibly be on Oxygen. I, I don't. I guess I probably could have looked it up. I probably can look it up right now, but I'm not going to. I'm going to be held in suspense, and I'm just going to keep it a mystery. Don't know what day there it's coming on. Found two, well, Leah found two episodes um, this past weekend. So you're darn right. I, I watched both episodes. And, dude, it's like winners. Nothing but winners. No losers here, man. No <laughs> second chances. Just champions. Champions of fashion. <laughs> sounds very riveting, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, though, it... it uh, um. The really cool thing about it, though, which, you know, I, Vince, you know me, I, I'm not, you know, I feel like, I'm, I mean, I wear jeans and hoodies. It would be my go-to. In the summer, it's usually dicky shorts and a t-shirt. You know, so as far as, like, high fashion, that you, you know it's not my jam. But, like, I think really, though, for me, it's just the whole creative process and seeing applied in a different way. And, and the fact that everybody that, that's participating in this particular season has won their respective seasons or prior seasons before it's like dude like literally every design that's come down the runway is money dude like like it's it's super weird and like at the end of the day somebody's got to go home and it's like it could be just like one little minute thing that you overlooked and the only reason why you overlooked it was because you're rushed i mean these these guys like you know and well these designers they uh they have a time frame and and a budget uh, to turn something just completely amazing around. And uh, all of that, you know, I think applies to to what we do, you know, to, to what to what the side hustle is and stuff. And um, I think that's what, what absolutely just totally draws me into this. And uh, you've got um, 15 people that are just, they're professionals, and, and, you know, they are um, in the upper echelon in, in their craft. And to see all of them, you know, compete like that is is really cool, man. No, and something like that, I can totally, like, you definitely appreciate. And it's weird because I know, well, I say I'm not an artist, but really, like, kind of like the whole word craft is like my my artistry. Mm-hmm. But like music, I definitely don't understand the process. Like uh, painting, don't understand the process. And the same thing even with this, where it's like, where they're actually making, like, the outfits. Like, I don't understand the process, and I don't have the mind for that, where I can't look at something 
and kind of like see what can be instead like it's the whole word thing it's like i kind of like just like see a picture and then like put the story to that you know whereas it's like it's not like not saying that the stories aren't tangible you know but at least it's like i don't know i guess it's just a different medium but dude it is awesome like seeing just how someone can like just look at something like even a blank canvas or even just look at an instrument or something like that and kind of like just imagine what it can craft into which is exactly what this is too where it's like they're looking at it and it's like okay it's like this is how it's going to be and just to be able to even do it in a time frame because let me tell you writing in time frames for me does not work like if you're like oh give me you know you have like two days to like write i don't know like a children's story or something dude i'd probably fail hard (laughs) man i i um it's it's funny that you say that in the way how you say it because I think about it in, in the same context, like, you know, uh, if, if you were to tell me, you know, Bob, you got 20 minutes, I need three paragraphs, you know, I'm going to look at you like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? <laughs> like, I, <laughs> I, I know, I mean, you know, I, I have, I don't, I don't like to read. So, and, and writing definitely is, is not my jam whatsoever at all. Um, I envy people that, that can do that. And just <laughs> sometimes I, I, I usually have to ask somebody to proof my emails. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, real quick response back. So yeah, that's, that's no thing. But, you know, as far as like sometimes um, making sure that, that I want to get the right impression around, you know, to, to you know, in, in, in the right point um, to make sure that everything is, is, is related correctly. Um, I, I definitely don't feel like I have that, that talent. Um, I, I'm getting better, but it's only reason why I'm getting better is because I'm hanging out with you, dude. That's why, for sure. No, you got like, dude, you got the artwork. Whereas, like, you just do that, like, off the cuff, kind of just like, I know what was it the one time I mentioned? I was like, oh, I was like, kind of need a team logo for like one of the stories I had wrote, like wrote, and like just in your off time, you're like, oh, it's like I remember you talking about this. Here it is. I'm like, what? That's what it is, dude. Yeah, it just matched, like, just beautifully. It was awesome. It's the dream team, man. Stuff like that. Like, I can imagine it in my head, but there's absolutely no way I can translate that thought, like, through my hand onto paper or onto a screen. There's no way. Man. So... You know, I talked about Project Grammy last week. Also talked about Oak Island quite a bit. I am segueing seamlessly into one of our super awesome, cool segments called Totally True Stories. Every story that we're about to tell you and read is totally true. Absolutely 100% true. Uh, what do you say, Vince? You got, you got one up that you want to go ahead and, and, and take over and read? Oh, yeah. We'll start here, man. We are going to start with a Sochi gold medal winner, Ryan Fry. Uh, in trouble, he was extremely drunk and destroyed some equipment, both on the tournament field and in the locker room. Who, this Ryan Fry is a curler. <laughs> so, goes from winning a gold medal in 2014. And in 2018, getting kicked out of a tournament for being too drunk with his teammates. <laughs> like, it, yeah. like, there's so many approaches to, I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's, it's like, it, it's, it's curling it's, that, like, awesome of a sport where you can just you know, sit back and drink. It, it's, it, I've never curled before. I, have you ever curled before? I have not. See? So number one, how do we not know that we're probably could be like the best, like we could be Olympic champions in curling. And, you know, and, and if, if you, if you've dominated the world in, in a sport, you know, and, and <laughs> if, if you get, if you get called to do red deer curling classic for the world curling tour, like, I may not feel like you, you, you earned the right to celebrate. 
And uh, man, you know, all these people, you know, the, the, you get all these champions of curling and it just got too crazy for them. It was, it was just like, hey, breaking out the Bud Lights, breaking out, the, they're in Canada, so they're breaking out Molson. And, and no, Molson yeah, is, yeah. is you, we've seen the movie, uh, what movie is it? Uh, 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 Big Daddy, where the homeless guy, he's all about the Molson. He knows that it's stronger up there. So, uh, um, you know. They, I almost they just thought you were going to reference Canadian bacon. Oh, see? Which, Forgot oh, about man, it. That movie too. <laughs> yes. Wow. We need to add that one to the list. How did we forget Canadian bacon, bro? Um, we were we were all we were talking John Candy like all those John Candy movies. How do we forget Canadian bacon? That, yeah, that was a huge miss on us, our part. Man. Wow, I'm 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 a little bit embarrassed. That's that's crazy, especially with recent events. Dude, right, that is totally like uh, <laughs> like totally relevant nowadays. How did they decide that the Canadians were like the enemies too? I don't even remember how that happened. That's 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 gonna have to be one that that we definitely watch man like i I, it's been it's been a long time since i've watched it so you know maybe that could be another segment for something else possibly yeah i think i just remember that scene where it's like i think they're at the hockey game and then they caused that riot because it's like (laughs) was the one lady she's like what canadian beer sucks (laughs) and that was it that set it off dude you 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 (laughs) crossed the line that was it that those fighting words, obviously. I know, okay. right? <laughs> and, uh, speaking of drinking, we have a second one here, which, oh, man. Uh, I'm just going to start reading this paragraph here because it was just too good. A woman was banned from a Wichita Falls Walmart after she reportedly spent Friday morning riding an electric cart around the parking lot while drinking wine <laughs> from a Pringles can. The Time News record <laughs> news... Yeah, or the Times... Record news reports the woman had been roaming the parking lot for nearly three hours before employees called the police for help. She was left with a warning for this. No arrest. Like, I'm kind of surprised that the uh, electric cart lasted that long. Like, I don't know what the battery life on these things are, but three hours is pretty impressive. That's, I didn't even think about that. Didn't even think of that. That thought didn't even cross my mind. First, first thing I thought of was, you know, okay, you get you get to ride around Walmart, you know, on an electric cart, you know that that sounds that sounds great. You're drinking wine from a Pringles can, that like that's that's amazing too. <laughs> I don't know. Like, did you like pour the wine into the Pringles can, or somehow fit, fit like a wine bottle into the Pringles can? Ooh, like oh, that's how I'm like. <laughs> See, there's I, a lot of details that they kind of left <laughs> out here. I, I, uh, I think it's funner. I think it's to me. It, it seems funnier t- to picture this with like, you know, just you open up that lid and it's just nothing but like Merlot. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> it's filled to the brim with Merlot and and like and crumbs. <laughs> oh my god, that's disgusting. <laughs> I hope she washed yeah. it out before she filled it back up. I don't know, man. That that is such an amazing story. Wow! That, make oh. a Pringles can of like of wine to last three hours. <laughs> what you know? Like, I, I almost feel she... like she had to like line up carts and like multiple Pringles cans with wine, <laughs> so that like when she was done with one like cart and it was like sputtering, she just kind of like parks it over like very jerky <laughs> next to the next one and then hops onto that one and starts over. She's so savage that yeah, <laughs> you, you are man, you are on the level of savage that this lady had because there's no way that you're riding around with the same Pringles can for three hours. You're definitely refilling or you got stock hidden somewhere throughout this Walmart. So you just, you just go think, to the think... boxed wine section. <laughs> you just have one that's already tapped. You know, like, fill up. Yeah. All right, let's go. Oh that's <laughs> that. That's it. I gosh, yeah. That that's it. That was it. Wow. 
Oh man, nothing tops that. Nothing tops that. Um, I don't know. You I, got a couple here too. <laughs> I, I I I do got a couple. Um, yeah. So um, my uh, whole thing about um, mining for gold and treasure. Uh, so a man, an Arizona man, was searching for gold when he fell into one hundred foot deep mine shaft in a remote desert area, sparking an hour long rescue mission. John Waddle was pulled from the shaft on Wednesday night, two days after his carabiner clip broke, sending him tumbling 40 to 50 feet into the bottom of the mine. Um, poor quality carabiner, man. Um, really should have really checked that. Uh, Terry Schrader said Waddle, a close friend, called him on Monday to say he was trekking out to the remote desert area near Agula, about 90 miles northwest of Phoenix, to search for precious metals. Authorities said Wednesday that Waddle owned a property and had worked it for 20 years. Uh, Schrader said Waddle, or Schrader and Waddle had made a deal that if Waddle wasn't back by Tuesday, Schrader needed to search for him. That's where, that this this that's amazing, man. Because to me, that's just like Vince. I'm telling you, I'm like, look it, I got something I got to go do, man. You know, I'm gonna be out with uh, once I get my uh, my metal detector, bro. That island that's over there in between, uh, you know that's on the rock river in between oh, Sterling yeah. and Rock Falls. Yeah, man. I I'll know probably canoe out, out there with you, man. So, so that's the thing. So I go out, I go out with the metal detector. I'm looking for treasure and stuff. If I'm, if I'm not back at work, you know, I tell you like, I'm going to say, Hey, this is where I'm going to be at. There's a hot spot over here. I know it. I'm going to find something that something, something important, something of something of value. <laughs> it could be it could be pennies could be worth could be worth millions and millions of pennies <laughs> i don't know man but i know it's out there and i gotta go get it if you don't if you don't hear back from me by like tuesday you know you gotta come search for me and i know without a shadow of doubt you're my guy oh yeah i would man and my only question is so why did he wait till wednesday too like he waited <laughs> well, getting like an extra date for it <sighs> that's a good i almost feel like that that had some kind of like wife intervention, you know, it's like, man, <laughs> well, I haven't heard from him in like two days. It's like, Oh, I'll give him another day. Well, you know, if, right. if, if, if they're that tight and if, and if this dude knows that this is the, that he was going to come through, you know, maybe he's, he's finding some treasure. And he's like, Hey, my boy's coming back and he's going to help me carry this loot. You know, he found this, all this loot, man. He's got to get it back up the, uh, the shaft, you know, Oh man. Or could maybe well it could be a percentage thing too, though. Could be. Whereas, like, look, whatever I get, it's like you just come show up and get a percentage of that. Sounds sounds good to me, dude. Or maybe sounds that's why I gave him another day too. <laughs> He's like, man, if I haven't heard from him in two days, he must have hit pay dirt. It's like I'm just gonna wait <laughs> and let him collect a little more, so I can take my cut off the top, and we're good to go. <laughs> important thing is, is that dude came through dude came he through did. yes guy guy was like down at the bottom of the shaft in arizona like man that oh and the dude came through we saved him well that's amazing my, my other favorite part of this too is that he had you know had to go back and like make the call because he didn't have phone service where he was well and after he came back he dropped the water to him <laughs> and just I don't know it does sound I, dangerous it definitely <laughs> sounds on edge there that's correct it's like alright I'm right. going to toss you down this water bottle but <laughs> stay away from the northeast corner of this <laughs> see I I like to kind of think of it as like maybe maybe it wasn't necessarily like dropping the 20 ounce plastic bottle you know what if uh, you know if he just just poured the bottle from the top of the shaft and try to try to hit him try to try to try to get it in his mouth i guess it's like <laughs> i'm gonna make it rain literally <laughs> so just be ready <laughs> oh man speaking of making it rain vince <laughs> are you are you ready for this i gotta do oh, man, this is <laughs> so a Florida teacher is accused of smearing feces in a park before a child's birthday party. A substitute teacher in Florida was so angry with the principal that she smeared human feces around a Sarasota Park pavilion that the principal had rented for her child's birthday party, law officer said. Heather Carpenter, 42, 
faces a single count of criminal mischief over a thousand dollars, according to Sarasota County's sheriff's office. She was released after posting a $2,500 cash bond. Authorities said they became aware of the incident on December 1st when a witness reported seeing a woman wearing blue gloves and a mask, placing human waste and fecal matter on porous wooded tables and grills at Erfer Family Park in Sarasota. <laughs> Mike Hutchinson, who said he was at the park at the time, said he was shocked and appalled when he walked into the pavilion and saw what had happened. The smell hit me, and I noticed that she did it to every table, Hutchinson said. It was a mix of urine and feces, and she had it in a big cup and was just pouring it out and wiping it in. Like the anti-cleaning. <laughs> Authorities interviewed Allison Foster, the principal at Philippi Shores Elementary School in Sarasota, who told him she had reserved the pavilion for her daughter's birthday party. Asked whether she knew anyone matching the description of the substance suspect, Foster named Carpenter, who had been working at the school as a substitute teacher, according to the sheriff's office affidavit. Foster was assisting Carpenter with a professional complaint, and Carpenter was not pleased with how the situation was handled. So it pretty much sounded like she took matters into her own hands, like fecal matters, into <laughs> her own hands. <laughs> smeared it all over this pavilion you know and was like all right you ain't gonna handle business i'm handling business literally all uh, over the table business is all over and the grills <laughs> <laughs> that i uh, think at least like could you hopefully i guess like burn that out maybe i don't know my gosh i don't know i guess it's outside of the grill <laughs> what do you do with with I don't I don't even know what you would do with that, dude. Do you... Dude, what shocks me here is like she had admitted it, you know, like when she was questioned about this, and then later on at the court she pled not guilty. <laughs> it's like you just told us you did this, like <laughs> how are you not guilty of this? She had the big gulp in hand, dumping oh, out the stuff that was not Big Gulp in this cup onto these tables and grills, and was just getting it in, into the, into the table, into the grill. Man, you, <laughs> you thought you were having a birthday party? Not anymore. No party I, here today. And at a park, too. Like... This is definitely not one of those people who have watched the criminal shows <laughs> where it's like, oh, how do I commit a crime and kind of get away with it? <laughs> like, this is probably like middle of the day. And she's like, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, dude. That, I know, it's that's just crazy, 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 crazy talk. Yeah. And actions, too. That's just insane. Taking fecal matters into your own hands. <laughs> Could be a possible shirt idea. Look for it. Possibly on beyondthecubepodcast.com. I don't know if we'll go that far, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. However, if you played a card like where it's like smearing feces and urine on, like, on park benches, that might be a card that would totally win in something in like a Cards Against Humanity. Just saying. That's correct. That's correct. I've I've only yep. have played Cards Against Humanity just a handful of times. I, however, just like this past weekend, was turned on to an app. Evil Apples, bro. Yeah, I know. I've I've already installed that and I've already played a couple of games. Um I think I'm like I think I've won like two out of three. But no, I mean, it's definitely the uh, Cards Against Humanity feel, and has fun. Like, some of those cards are just super ridiculous. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, they... um, <laughs> I, I did, I've downloaded it and um, was able to sync it up to Facebook relatively easy. Uh, you get to see all of your friends that are on this app as well, uh, which is really cool because... 
the more friends that you have, um, you don't have to necessarily wait and, you know, you have to use these pie pieces if you play against like a bunch of other random players or whatever. So the more friends that you have on there, the better that it is. And obviously the more fun it'll be too. Yep. True that. And like in thinking about this too, like the, the cards and everything that you have with even just like the base, like install of it, just through those like three games or so, like I only saw like a couple of repeats and a lot of them really do work. Like (laughs) they do have expansions on there, which was it like, I think they had like a deal for like 10 bucks. Like you could get all the card expansions like that exist and forever. Mm -hmm. And that's one of those things where I feel like it was almost like an overload though, because (laughs) You're getting, I don't even know, it's probably close to like, was like 30 expansions and figure like 40 to 50 cards per expansion. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, you'd almost have to like limit the sets that you play with at a time just so it wasn't like so over the place. Did you see the power up on there too, where um, instead of holding so many cards, you actually like can hold like three additional cards as well too? I did not see that, no. True story. I did check that out. Um, yeah, I, I I jumped in and played, and um, my first match, I, I don't know if I was playing bots or who necessarily I was. Um, felt like I had a really hot streak going and had some pretty quality cards and um, had some ridiculous sayings. It was, it was pretty cool. It immediately got me hooked right away, and I started checking out the uh, downloadable content and stuff. and. I got my eye probably on about like three different decks at the moment. So um probably going to do that relatively soon. <laughs> there you go. No, and I guess I'll preface this with uh, first and foremost, we're not endorsed by anyone. This is definitely <laughs> stuff that we're just like kind of just picked up over the weekend. And it's like, hey, this is fun. <laughs> Very true. Um Yeah, but they had like, I know they had, like, a sci-fi, like, a fantasy deck, like, stuff like that, which yep. I was like, man, I was like, that was be kind of fun. But, again, hey. it's like, so, like, Cards Against Humanity, I like playing that one because of the whole, like, like social aspect of it, where, or especially, like, even not, like, knowing not your opponents, but, like, knowing the judge. <laughs> and having an idea of what they're going to pick. Like, that was probably, like, my favorite part of those kind of games. Same with, like, the apples to apples and uh, stuff like that. Yes. But um, when you can see your judge and you know who it is and you kind of know what, like, what they're kind of, like, what they tend to pick, you know? Like, do they pick the dirtiest things? Do they pick the funniest things? Do they pick the things that, like, make the most sense? Right, right. Like, it. that's... That's the only aspect that I'm missing from here that, yeah, that's really the only thing that it's like really missing as far as I can see. That's, that's a really good review. Um, that's a part that I actually really didn't even really think about until you just said that. Um, literally one of the, one of my favorite parts about cards against humanity is exactly the fact that like, you know, the person that is picking the cards is literally reading everything that's on these cards and reading the card that you're putting down as a response for it. And, you know, you could have people that <laughs> you literally don't hear them cuss or say like any yeah. bad words whatsoever <laughs> at all. And the fact that they have to read this is just like the, one of the greatest things about the game. Um, great point though, man. Absolutely. Um, I, you know, you, you do kind of miss that, um, that feeling of, of socialness, but at the same time, it's super cool because, you know, if, if you are wanting to play with, you know, with some friends or whatever, Literally everybody could, you know, everybody's got their phone on them anyways. You could see the users yeah. of who is, is playing. So, you know, um, and it's just like how you said, you know, are, is, is your friend that's, you know, typically raunchy, is he just going to play like the most raunchiest card? Um, is your friend that, that she's extremely funny? Is she just going to play something that she thinks hilarious? And, you know, your other friend that, that likes to make sure that the statement is true, are they going to play the thing that makes the most sense? Um, I mean, it's 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 there. It's just kind of almost like artificially there. You know what I mean? It's and and I think the whole concept of it is extremely cool. It's it's literally like just you know, 
it's nice to obviously get together and socialize with all of your friends. It's convenient to just lay in bed and play cards against humanity with your friends as well, too. Yeah, that's true. That's probably one of the biggest things is where, and really that's the whole thing with like the mobile games too, is like, it's nice where it's like, you can kind of just like be sitting around and be like, well, I got like 10 minutes. It's like, and jump into a game. Yeah. Um, And this is definitely one of those ones. I, I do see points where it could be kind of dragged out, but that's how some of these games kind of can be. Yep. Where if there is like five people, like there's potential that everyone gets six points. So you're <laughs> kind of like waiting that full time limit for like everyone's turn. Right. Finally at the seven, it's like, okay, it's like, this is going to decide it. But we've had it before where it's like people would be tied at like six cards each and there, or there would be like two people with six cards. And then, like, someone has two. And then that person who has two just goes on a tear, you know? (laughs) Play the right cards, bro. Yeah, it's definitely, like, partially luck of what you get. Partially, like, uh, yeah, kind of, like, knowing what would fit best when. But, uh, yeah, I haven't. um, Yeah, so other than that, like, that's really the mobile game that I've been playing. Like, usually I have, like, a mobile game that I'm playing. I would probably say, like, you know, like for a week or even like sometimes for in the case like a month but uh <laughs> well like when, I, when it was when it was nice out and we when our company moved you know, the company that we worked for when we moved to a different building and we had to take different walk paths and stuff you you know uh what was it um jurassic park real world that oh, was pretty hot yeah, for a minute yeah jurassic world yeah collected like all the dino dna dude like so yeah. Micah will still play that when we take drives. Nice. Like when we're driving somewhere. He's like, oh, he's like, Daddy, can I catch uh can I catch dinosaurs? I'm like, Yeah, <laughs> sure. It's like here's my phone. And then sure enough, like he'll he'll go around and kinda catch the ones that are in the area and then like usually right before we get to where we're going, like he'll end mm-hmm. up in a battle. So he's like so he'll just sit there and play that for a little bit and I'm like I don't know. It's kind of cool because it's like he really uses his imagination with it too. Mm-hmm. Like I like telling the stories of like how one would defeat the other kind of thing. So I don't know. It's just super fun. So but, um, my boy Lane still is is still on that Pokemon grind, bro. Still catching them all. Still to this day, he's. I mean, I think when when Pokemon Go first came out and it first literally was kind of a thing, he jumped on it then and. I want to say I think he um, he had a break for a little bit, but I don't think it was very long. And it's funny because um, for as much of this town that he walks, you know, he he knows locations by Pokemon stops and mm. <laughs> and Pokemon gyms. Um, I don't know if if you gave him like an address if he would know exactly how to get there. It'd take him a little bit more time, but if you would say, "Hey, it's over there by this one Poke Gym." at that park over there dude he's there he knows exactly how to get there <laughs> man i don't i guess i should be using that just for like the uh really for that for the geography aspect of it <laughs> i'm terrible when it comes to like directions and geography like even places where i've lived for like 20 years it's like oh how to get over here it's like i don't know it's like i'm just gonna gps it <laughs> i um I like to brag, man. I feel like I got, I kind of got a built-in GPS a little bit. I think, uh, I feel like Leah definitely would call sign that as well too. But man, dude, like, whenever we go to visit friends in the city, I think about it, and and I mean, I, I it's just easier and convenient to to carry the GPS and stuff. And uh, but man, dude, like, I think about like if I was up there, if I lived in the city or even the suburbs or something. Dude, that, that like GPS is, it seems like it's necessary, like a hundred percent necessary. Like so many different places and you know, with different ways to go. I truly, yeah, it, I, I would. No, I wouldn't. The, the phone version wouldn't be good enough for me. I'd have to definitely have my uh, my Garmin up on the window for sure. The I don't know. It's kind of nice because like when I used to live up there, there was really only like I would say like four or five like roads that you'd probably take everywhere and like two of them would be highways so it's like oh just jump on 90 and then go over the you know to this exit here sure um and i mean it really wasn't too bad 
like even now I can kind of name the streets that like when we lived in Hanover Park, it's like you're looking at like Lake Street, you're looking at like Army Trail and I mean or uh, Gary and basically everything was off of that. Otherwise, if you need to get somewhere that was without not in the area, you would jump on the Elgin O'Hare and that would take you to every highway. Nice. Yep, yep, yep. You know, back or, you know, where uh, Vince, where I grew up in, east side of town had avenues, west side of town had streets. Wait, hold on. Is that right? Yeah. See, like, avenue. Yeah, west 16th. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> Your streets that <laughs> run east and west, the west side of town were, were streets, the east side of town are avenue. And I, I feel like I caught on to that, like, at a really, really, like, abnormally early age. Like, I don't know. It was really weird. I guess, like, I, when I was a kid, I rode my bike all over town, um, literally all over town. And um, just, <laughs> I, I guess that's where, like, the whole built-in GPS thing sort of kind of came in as well, too, because uh, it seemed like it's one of those things where, like, if I go there, I mean, I typically can, you know, it's, it's there and it's locked in. Like, I can, I can get there almost with my eyes closed. You know, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know where where that necessarily came from. I just uh, back back in the old uh, old old age. <laughs> so I was definitely uh, today years old when I learned <laughs> that about the avenues and streets here. There you go. I'm when, on when named you... roads, so whatever. Yeah. <laughs> out there, yeah, you're out there on on them, them fancy named roads. You know, over here, it's east side of town, you got your avenues. West side of town, they're all streets. Yes, then we're sir. lawless out here, man. <laughs> all unincorporated. <laughs> there you go. You ain't got no truce, man. Try to tell me what Hell to do. No. I'm going to burn <laughs> my leaves whenever I feel like. No. Oh, snap. Take that. Shots fired. <laughs> of course, we can't oh. get the good uh, internet, though, so. <laughs> a little trade-off <laughs> very true very true very true oh man so so we what got else fiber but you can't burn your leaves sorry bro <laughs> not having it global warming dude i know that's right? what it is you guys are just concerned about global warming i guess you could look at it that way so one of the thoughts that i had today i was kind of just sitting there like listening to some of the music and I know I kind of want to like hear some interviews some from uh some like the songwriters and bands that were back in like I would say like probably the seventies, like even sixties, like thinking like um like Rush or like uh like uh Freddie Mercury, like kind of just hearing how they come up with like what they do for songs, you know, or like what kind of inspired them. And I don't know, like I heard like a little tidbit like over the radio this morning and it was super interesting because it's like, oh, it's like, like this song like has been misinterpreted, but like the masses of people like really enjoy the way it is, you know, or like the message that they perceive that it sends along, which that's not what I intended at all. Right. But, like, even the artist himself was willing to say, like, you know what, though? That's their interpretation. That's their truth. And just kind of run with it. Very true. So, I don't know. Very true. Yeah. Um, my favorite band of all time, the Deftones. I, the singer, Chino Moreno, he's, he's the songwriter as well, too. I really, really, it's, it's funny because if you actually looked at the lyrics to the majority of just about every song, there, it, it seems like there, there really is no rhyme or reason for it. And the way how I've heard him discuss how he comes up with the lyrics is that he actually hums the melody while the tracks are being laid. So, lyric, so, so like lyrically, that's the last thing that's coming, you know, and, and the words just kind of find a way to fit in and then it is what it is, you know. So it's basically kind of like an open interpretation to just about every song that they have, which to me is, is, is really cool. The fact that you can kind of, you know, sort of make it what it is and, and just the ambiance of the way how the song sounds, you know, may play a mood into what your interpretation of the song may be. I, I, I find actually, that. 
very interesting as well. I was gonna say it's kind of interesting that you say that because so when I'm writing, I actually have to listen to music that does not have lyrics. Like so I'm listening to like instrumental and a lot of the times like when I know what kind of like scene I'm writing, that's the kind of like instrumental music I'll listen to. Like is it like epic battle music or is it like like a horror kind of like I don't know, just like the very like yeah, kind of like a dark and like kind of a lull music, you know, like it. So it's kind of weird because it's like I'm kind of putting words to that music, but not in the <laughs> same vein. <laughs> well, so so like when I'm coding, I've noticed I don't know what it is, dude. I literally I seriously have no clue what it is. But when I'm when I'm getting hardcore into some code. There's nothing better for me than Wu Tang Clan. I, I can't I can't like I can't describe it. And and the one thing that that I've just that I I I love more than anything is just RZA's beats, dude. Like the way how the music is just produced and just like it's got that just like just the the raw drums on it and then like you know just usually it seems there's like a a sample of some sort of like you know karate kung fu sort of film mm -hmm. like yep. sound and in, that's incorporated some way somehow that's just that's catchy and then like but just just how it's just combined and put together and produced man like to me there, there's it just my head just nods non-stop and i just kind of sort of get into a flow and and then from there like i'm just I, I can get zoned out so fast it literally takes maybe like probably five seconds to a song and if and if i if i'm feeling everything man i'm gone that's it and, and i could just I can code away listening to Wu -Tang, Wu Tang Clan. See, I'm kind of like, I don't know, I'm kind of all over the place with my music. But I would say that the one thing that is very consistent is when I get, like, when I get to work, I actually have like a, like a wake up kind of like playlist. <laughs> and it's like, and I know it's the weirdest is, thing. But is like, this the, the one that, that I think like, it is? <laughs> It's like it starts off with uh, "Invincible" by Skillet, and then it goes into "Whatever It Takes" by Hollywood Undead, and then it goes into like um, "Indestructible" by Disturbed. So, like that list is those are probably the three constant ones or like consistent nice. ones I have. But like it kind of like switches up kind of after that. But I mean, those are the ones I kind of just listen to in the morning, where it's like it just gets me like set for the day and hyped for the day. And then after that's so, that, that's I'm cool. like, you know what? I'm like, this music's too hard. I'm gonna listen to the coffee house music and just chill out to some, you know, like indie alternative or like or hipster alternative stuff. See, it's it's weird to me because I've I feel like I've been a music snob my whole life. I grew up in the '90s and um, had, I mean, to me, the, the the music of of the '90s of that decade is is just so awesome man like all all of it is just awesome i love 90s alternative music i always have i love 90s grunge even like 90s east coast rap to me um you know i was never you know dr dre was cool and great and and, and yeah. death row was i mean is undeniable and snoop is undeniable I, tupac i i you know as far as a lyricist and as as an mc like man like i mean he's there's no denying you know skills and mastery of, of all that however just for me i i i love the the drum and, and the bass of of east coast 90s hip-hop it's 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 just like it typically usually too it seemed like there was always some sort of piano that was over mm -hmm. top of something you know uh, you know on, on the east coast and um and that's the funny thing too was like I was kind of, I liked Biggie, but I wasn't just hardcore Biggie. And, you know, Jay-Z, I've never been just crazy about Jay-Z. I was always Nas. And then yeah. the only time yeah. when I really got crazy about Jay was when he was with the one and only greatest, <laughs> I can't, I can't even say it, when, when he was with Kanye. You know, that's, that's when I really kind of like, like Jay, the, you know, the most, honestly. I mean, like, it's, my, my taste is, is just kind of sort of all over the board, really. And um, so you know you, you're talking about like how your morning list is and how, how your routine goes I, I i seem to sort of have a routine a little bit too so monday mornings i typically 
as long as there's no crazy sports talk that I need to hear or listen to, Monday mornings I always pull up my Spotify and I'm listening to my Discover. It and it's the the cool and the hilarious thing about it is is that like when when your Discover is garbage, that typically means that mine is going to be lit, like a hundred percent lit. Um, See, mine was terrible today too. <laughs> and, and, I, I listened to like three songs and I'm like, nope. <laughs> dude and and honestly my discover this week is was was extremely awesome um so i just I've, steal yours from now on that's all there you go dude there i'll you just go. watch for you when you listen to discover it's like let's <laughs> tune into bob's discover i i am usually all over the board between so you know i i just confess my love to to 90s hip-hop you know and, and i've talked you know quite a bit on just these two uh, podcast episodes about the Deftones and Chino Marino, but I'm I'm also very much into you know kind of the newer alternative like folk indie stuff as well. Um, mm-hmm. it, it was it was not too long ago, I guess probably about a year and a half ago maybe, and I don't even remember really how I stumbled across it. But Milky Chance has been my jam. Everything everything I've heard from Milky Chance has, to me has just been awesome. I totally dig. That style, I, I dig just the, the chill, laid backness. Um, you know, it's it's got a very kind of synth sort of uh, feel to it, with like almost like a flamenco guitar a little bit. Mm-hmm. So um, I highly, highly, highly recommend uh, Milky Chance. Seems like regardless of whatever kind of mood you're in, it, it seems like um, you know it, it just it's just it's it's nice, just chill music to to listen to and put on. Also, as well, like all all J, I've been listening to them a lot. Uh, the Lumineers, been I've I listen to Lumineers a lot more than what I kind of truly think I do, mm-hmm. and um, and the Strombellas too. Just kind of sort of some things I've sort of been on quite a bit here lately. No, for sure. I've actually kind of been on like that whole uh, like really like that classic rock kick, you know. Like yeah. today, I was actually digging the radio. Like they played like Queen a few times. Um, I think I heard like uh, ACDC on there too, mm-hmm. and I'm just Unless, like, I'm like, man, I'm like, these are the jams today. I was like, yeah, this. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. otherwise, it was weird. Like, so, uh, when, like, basically, when I was in the car with like, uh, or when our grandfather would drive us anywhere, or grandma grandfather would drive us anywhere, we would always be listening to like the oldie station, but it was like yeah. their oldies, so it was like the whole like was it like 40s 50s like buddy holiday kind of stuff yeah like think of um i don't know what's it called not like soda shop but it was man. i mean I, I you i don't know if you necessarily call it pop but i mean it's it's sort of kind of what it was back then it was like rockabilly sort of kind of pop sort of not not i don't know that, that's yeah, that's what is. i tend to kind of think think of like uh what was it what was the one movie with the that was about the wonders? Like it was basically like a one hit wonder band. But it was like oh, back like that time. Yeah. yeah like, I can't remember. Like what that was those called. that kind of music is yep. what we would always be listening to. And then during my like driving instruction, uh, that was what the um like our teacher would have the radio station set to. Was like That's the crazy. Oldies, which was like the forties and fifties. Mm-hmm. But um no man, I I mean yeah, it, so so the taste kind of like spans the decades, yeah. <laughs> and like like even stuff today, like I'll especially on Fridays, I'll actually do those. Uh, what was it like? It's like the the crate, like or the crate diggers. I think it was. Oh yeah, yeah. Where and a lot of that is like kind of like the techno kind of stuff, but then they do play like a good mix of like. The new alternative stuff too or like you know the the hipster kind of stuff you know but nice and man i would i dig on that all the time like but it doesn't play anyone that's like i would say like super famous you know yeah but that's no, really I mean, cool stuff like that yeah i mean it's cool that they and that's kind of like the kind of like new old stuff kind of but it's no it's fun to listen to like it's it's fun to discover these bands and I agree. There's a lot yeah. of random like hearts or favorites that I've had off of all these like off of that coffee house one, off of like that uh yeah, just the crate diggers, off of like even my discover. 
like sometimes it just has like a certain flavor to it and i'm like all right i'm like let's just listen to this that's a really good point i i have found a lot of really good music through my discover through spotify my uh you know um the family spotify plan is probably one of my greatest investments that i've had i mean like you know skipping through songs without commercial and and being able to download if i want to and and just um man i i truly you know and i also i can't wait for the podcast to get on spotify too dude man be plugging spotify even more i know right but but (laughs) there's been quite a few artists that have come through discovered that i've like completely it's it's truly opened up my eyes and um and yeah i mean um just like <laughs> I I was looking at my discover about like I think it was about a month ago maybe and I I you'll probably remember this right away. But even before I, I played my my playlist, um it cracked me up that I seen a band called Chicano Batman. I was like, come on, mm-hmm. dude, like like <laughs> yeah. that name alone. I'm just like, nah. And I checked them out and listened to them and and obviously they were on my discover for a reason. And it was their sound that they had was it's kind of reminiscent to Black Keys a little bit. I mean, obviously they're not Black Keys 100%, but that kind of like that, almost like that 60s, almost like organ that would be kind of like in the pop songs. You get that. I mean, you kind of sort of get that feel with sort of like a hipster feel to it too. And um, uh, I mean, I, I, I really digged it. It was, it was cool to, 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 to just find new artists like that. And that's, that's something that I feel like that, that a lot of people you know, it, you got to kind of get out of your comfort box on things and, and just sort of be open to to different music and stuff. And um, you never know what, what you'll what you'll come across and what you'll like. No, for sure. And really, the last thing I want to mention is, man, Spotify, Settling Houses, some great listener right there, man. Absolutely. Like, got a couple albums in the last couple of years. And yeah, I, I like pull that up like every once in a while just to kind of Oh, that's pretty good. Like chill out music, definitely, definitely some thinking stuff in there too. It's like, it's funny when when we talk about settling houses because you talk up the first album and the first EP that's on there, and yeah. you know, short songs for short nights, dude. I, that's 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 my jam right there, dude. I I um, you know, the the, the just the little the little nuggets of, of songs that you get for me, I think is awesome and great. It's 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 definitely worth. Alyssa, you you need to check it out. We really, dude. Maybe we need to think about putting a link into the description, possibly. Oh, I think we'll have to. I think there's gonna be a few links in this one here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, Somebody was I'll listening. also throw a uh, a link into for the uh, the Discord, like how we're recording. Okay. Um, that way, like right now, we do have one role set up, really which is the one role which can kind of talk in here. However, uh, there are other roles which they can join and actually listen as we're recording or as we're talking to. And really, I'm just going to kind of build out the Discord as really as people come in and as the, like the wants are there. Like if they need like extra channels for text chat, extra channels for like voice chat too. Like I'll just go ahead and set that up and yeah, just a place to kind of hang out and just chat with oh, listeners. That's what we do, man. We we make things happen. Did you hear that? We're on it. No no problems, no questions asked. We're going to do this. It's going to be great. It's going to be fun. We, you know, what, this, it's kind of what we do. We we uh we'll go ahead and get this uh nailed down and figured out and I'm dude, I'm excited. I th- I think it's going to be really cool. We uh while we're talking about whatever it is that we're talking about on the podcast you know we can you know figure out uh maybe a day or a night or something with some of the listeners for evil apples also too that'd be really cool as well so oh, anything that go. we could do that'd be fun yeah just anything... basically everybody get on the voice chat and then just open up your phone <laughs> and to uh evil apples and just let it go we're gonna make this a thing guys all the listeners out there download evil apples we'll figure this out We'll yes, and we'll we'll have like a massive like multiple evil apples room something I don't know Vince we'll figure it out. <laughs> you know yeah, I said we'll Vince figure it out. No worries. <laughs> well, man, what do you say? You think uh want to go ahead and wrap this one up or what? For sure. Uh, yeah, this has been uh 
the Beyond the Cube podcast. Uh, I'm Vince. Uh, we got Bob here with us too. Uh, Bob, any final words here? Man, um, once again, I I, uh, I want to say how much of an amazing day that I had today. <laughs> and it, it's capped off by by recording tonight. You know, it's always great hanging out with you, bro. I um, it's it's looking forward to recording every time now, basically. And um, yeah, you know, it, it, I, I had a great day. I hope everybody listening had a great day. And and um, you know, if you look back at it, and and if your worst thing is is that hey, you know, the heating element is out in your dryer, but you're still smiling. I feel like that's a great day, man. <laughs> Yep. No. One of the things I live by here is like, really, it's like life is what ten percent of what happens to you, and ninety percent how you react to it. And I mean, really, if you go kind of put yourself out there, it's like you're gonna make that stuff happen. Yes. And I mean, of course, there's always that element of like either like the luck, divine intervention, kind of like whatever you know, whatever you believe in, like they're gonna help push you along. I agree, man. I agree. And and just, the, you know, the inside joke between me and you, you do another card reading, bro, because whatever you're doing, it seems to be working. Oh, <laughs> Let's man. keep that I'm going. Continue with those. No worries. <laughs> well, all right. Man, that's well, going to be my side hustle soon. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you, you guys, I'm on a hot streak right now. I And, and I, I, I'm a firm believer that Vince is, is behind – a good portion of it <laughs> so if you ever see me in a bar somehow right <laughs> just go ahead and put 20 bucks in a machine have me dude, hit the button three times that's it good that's it that's all it takes <laughs> man all right well let's go ahead and, and close this one out i once again i just you know we appreciate you guys listening man and um as we continue to grow and, and get bigger and better and more interactive um you know we we look forward to to uh feedback and and your responses and um you know the, the fact that that uh the first podcast went up and we, we got active listeners all over the place is super cool and um just wanting to grow and, and continue to do this man you guys this is a lot of fun yep thank you yeah keep appreciate listening it. and we'll keep putting these out absolutely appreciate it man have a good one yeah thanks easier